0: On this podcast, two young travelers, Alex Dethro and Jesse Lanier, will be going on a journey to find the greatest cinematic treasures. Each week, they spin the wheel of fate and allow destiny to decide whether the next few hours will be filled with genius and wonder or boredom and mediocrity. Our heroes hope to unbury hidden gems and share the discoveries with the world through humble conversations, and maybe, if they're lucky, better themselves along the way. So welcome, one and all, to The Movie Quest!
1: go 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 What uh, go <laughs> <what laughs> go uh, 12. it's 12. go 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 I'm trying oh, to think of an athlete, no athlete with number 12, Well, um, Anyway.
0: December is the 12th month, which is what Christmas is on. That's true. <laughs> 12 <laughs> times 12 is 144. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. <laughs> Those
1: yes. are my 12 facts. Yeah, I'm 12 and the 12. La- what was the last one? Oh, the deer hunter. 11? Wow, this is a <laughs> yeah. real one-two punch right here. Yeah. Um, i think that guy realize why i chose this <laughs> i think it was like we gotta yeah. we gotta, we gotta
0: sweeten the sauce here a little bit um tone it down bring it bring it to a happy
1: place so the movie that i chose this week um and you know what i like <laughs> this is the fact that we don't have to explain the concept of the podcast or the episode you know why because it's in the food no. song why it's great. Yeah, it is. The theme song explains <laughs> everything. We're all caught up. You know, <laughs> yeah, I love it. We're,
0: we're on the we're on the same page. No, I love no it. We just time get time right anymore.
1: into it, kind of like a movie, kind of like whatever we want to. It's great. What a what a development. I like it too. I like um, it too.
0: It's a it's a huge huge
1: innovation. Who's Huge innovation on our other podcast, the other one, the lesser <laughs> one. <you know? laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was my choice this week, Alex. My, my name's Alex, and that's Jesse. Um, I'm Jesse. And today, I chose The Emperor's New Groove, which was mm. released on December 13th, 2000. Um, the year yeah, the grand
0: 2000. That's um, <laughs> uh, that's and, also when Dinosaur came out, which we we reviewed Dinosaur before. Yes, that is right. Dinosaur,
1: that piece <laughs> of shit, it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie. I'm sorry if you grew up with Dinosaur and you're listening to this. and You're like, I can't believe they called a childhood classic a piece of shit. Rewatch it. It's really bad. It's just. It's, just it's in the incredibly boring. Incredibly yeah, boring. Um anyway, but yeah, this is um The Glackers and Grief, which is a Disney animated film that came mm-hmm. out in two thousand. And if you listened to this podcast before, before we kind of got the movie, at least I do, just I against two, but like to set, set, set up the movie and, like who directed it, you know, the historical context of the the film who's in it. What the hell is this movie? What the fuck is this movie? Yeah, what the uh,
0: fuck are we actually talking about?
1: The Emperor's New Groove is an animated film starring David Spade, uh, directed by a guy named Mark Gingle. Gingleberry, uh, <laughs> Mark Gingle. Uh, and w- what's interesting is that uh, this is a 2D Disney animated film. And this is... The thing that I wanted to open up with is like, just the history of Disney in general, like, at the time this movie was coming out, because I think it's really interesting. So, if you guys know, I mean, if you guys know anything about Disney in general, the, the animated film films, obviously, absolute classics for decades and decades and decades. Um, yeah, but what's interesting about the, the animated uh, side of things, and, and, and just in general... Throughout the years, you know, the first Disney animated movie, Snow White, in 1940. So you had this amazing run of animated movies in the 40s and the 50s with Peter Pan, you know, Pinocchio, Bandy, you know, all those classics. My favorites. So, the whole gang. Love those movies. And then you have the 70s, like Fox and the Hound, and um, the Jungle Book, uh, The Aristocrats. Robin Hood, Robin Hood's a great movie. <laughs> um and the Black Cauldron. The start of the eighties. Now it's interesting as days, yeah. you start you see these regimes. There's different regimes that have come in management that have come in. And the eighties was a mm-hmm. was considered a dark period for the for animated movies. Not meaning that they're not they're not bad by any special an imagination. Black Cauldron's cool new. The Great Mass Detector slaps, okay? That's an awesome movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I
0: didn't know that one was um, That one was a Disney official. I kind of yeah. thought that was a different animated yeah, thing. Yeah, it was That's actually really directed by
1: the guy who went on to make um, some classics in the 90s, actually. Um, but, that wasn't Don Bluth, was it? No, it was Ron Clemente. Booth. Ron Clements. Oh. And he, went out, he yes. directed... Um, what did he direct... He directed Aladdin, I think. Yes, yeah, Aladdin. Um, He's a good director then. And then Oliver and Company, which I've never seen. I've never know of But the Black Holdren, The Great Last Detective, Oliver and Company, those were uh, bombs. They did not do well for Disney. And there was kind of like a dark period for them until The Little Mermaid came out in the late 80s. And that was, like, uh. the start of um, what I would say is one of the greatest runs uh, any, st- like, studio has ever had um, in terms of quality, influence, box office. I'm just yeah. going to run these off because uh, it's absolutely absurd. So a Little more came out in 1989, and then it was followed by The Rest Years Down Under in 1990, which, like... You know, I think there's fans in the rest of the yours, but it's I not... watched that a lot as a kid. I, yeah, liked those. It's a, not, not I like of those. It was very fun. I like it too.
0: Banger films. Yeah, not yeah. one
1: of the, not a not like a classic by any means, you know. Right. And then you have Beauty and the Beast in nineteen ninety one.
0: Yeah. That's a classic. Aladdin
1: <laughs> in nineteen ninety two. The Lion King in nineteen ninety four. Pocahontas yeah. in nineteen ninety five. The Hugsback and Later Gang in nineteen ninety six Hercules, 1997. Milan, 1998. Tarzan, 1999. So, that's a crazy run of things. Um, yeah. Especially, you need to lot Aladdin the Lion King. Like, I mean. Yeah.
2: <laughs> how yeah, you can get.
1: That's a trifecta. Are you kidding me? That's like yeah. groundbreaking. Hat-trick. Animation, you know, like, inspired generations of kids the greatest like musicals ever made also just in terms of Size the music of shift. those films. Yeah. The box yeah, office, yeah. Beauty and the Beast was the first ever animated film to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Like, broke through, you know, created this thing her animation that you know, was um, considered art. You know, it was always art, but it's interesting that that, that film kind of broke, especially in the arrogant audiences like well, we can nominate this for a prestigious award. You know, it's that good of yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah, Which is fascinating. So I wanted to set that up because um, the Upper King of Green, which set out in 2000 was kind of the start of like a weird, like a weird era for Disney. It was only the, the string after this movie of three or four more 2D animated films and then they... They went they all their chips in the in the 3D animation and uh yeah. they stopped making 2D animations after this uh pretty bad movie um uh, called Chicken Little, which <laughs> I love Chicken Little. It's, it's uh <laughs> it came out two thousand five, I was eight. It's like yeah it's yeah. a classic for <laughs> me. But I recognize it's pretty bad. A pretty bad movie. Uh, That was the first like 3D animated comic. The last 2D animated movie that they did, other than Princess of the, the Frog, which was in 2009, mm-hmm. um, was Home on the Range. Do you know that movie?
0: Home on the Range? Whoa, never wait. seen it,
1: never heard of it. I've heard of
0: it, but I've never Dude, i never seen it. I do know this movie. I, I don't know don't the goo goo cover. That's what I know but <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, I had the... Yeah, this is one that, like, you saw the at the VHS store when you go in to rent your VHS tapes. I saw that. This?
1: this? looks boring. Yeah. Like, crap, hold on, the reins. But, well, I'm going to watch Barnyard instead. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so I think it's really... It's, it's, the Disney animation history is really fascinating. Um, if we ever see a group... It's in two thousand and I would say they s you know, they still had it. This is a good movie. This is a fun movie, man. What's not the life about the Emperor's yeah. New Groove? If you don't like the Emperor's New Groove, I don't get you. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. Is your, yeah, is it's your extremely heart likely. cold? I mean it's, <laughs> it's not you know, it's not you know, it's nowhere near you know, the the classic Disney films. But it's a it's a good movie. It's a solid yeah. good movie. um i yeah. liked it a lot i thought it was very fun well so that was that was a really
0: fascinating like history of disney that i didn't actually know all those i didn't realize how separated the little mermaid was from those other ring slinger films and i had oh, never you had kind of out, like, like oh I thought no I thought it was more uh it was it seems pretty close but I thought it was like way closer to beauty and the sure, beast yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that. The, it uh, is, I didn't realize before But I didn't really realize that that was like as one. big of a turning point movie sure. as it was oh, yeah. for like them figuring out like how uh, the Little to make early, movies like I that mean,
1: The Little World was the first one that they got that formula right. Because so it was the first, like, right. uh, coming back to their musicals, because the great Doc and Tucker, Black Hawk, they forgot musicals. Um, and they came back to musicals with Little Organ in a huge way. You know, that's yes, some of the best music, best music in, in, in any animated Disney film, Little world, yeah. for sure.
0: So uh, the other piece of history I know about Emperor's New Groove is about its production, which I think is really fascinating, yeah. which uh, on two levels, just because it's it's in, it's an interesting a production hell story, which are always fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And then for two, it actually has an interesting tie to like meme humor, which I think yeah, we might yeah, talk yeah, about totally, like, yeah, in, right. in this film, um, like when we're discussing yeah. it. But do you know about the production adult, of this no, movie? all? Have you heard about mm-hmm. it? So, apparently, Emperor's New Groove, when it was first slotted for production, was supposed to be a movie called Empire of the Sun, or something along those lines. And it (laughs) was to be directed by the guy... Empire of the the Sun
1: is a movie... I don't think it was called that. That's a movie directed by Steven Spielberg, sorry, Kristen Dale in the late 80s. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay it's something it it's something, something it's something like yeah, that yeah,
0: yeah. let's let's it, it was something empire of the sun kingdom of the sun yeah, something right. like that that was about the similar kind of incan lore and architecture and stuff mm. like that um Emperor's and it was supposed kids, to be di-
1: all right yeah.
0: and it was supposed to be the next director it was supposed to be the guy who directed the Lion King. It okay, was supposed yeah. to be his next big okay. movie, and so it was. It was really hyped because Lion King was such a smash success. So uh, they gave him a lot. Smash of isn't the right
1: word. Uh, fucking, yeah, colossal, I mean, earth shattering. One of the break the mold. Of all time. Yeah, still is.
0: Yeah, but so he had a lot of creative freedom that went into making this movie, mm. and he was planning on making an epic. Um, But as he was making it, as he was making it, there was some turning points. There's a there's kind of like a um, hard to find documentary that talks about this. I think it's called the the Uh Sweatbox, and I think Disney does not uh, distribute it very well. They kind of keep Uh it under wraps because it's like a really it's really into sort of like the The kind of of kind of toxic, yeah, right, right yeah of and situations of the of the thing but it's interesting because immediately when you hear something like this it sounds like okay this is yeah. a recipe for disaster right. you know and what happened is that so they put a whole bunch of work into this first version of the movie and then that was like this isn't working mm-hmm. it isn't coming together yeah. they the the guy the the Lion King director Love. Left the project right. and they did a hard pivot, but it was supposed to be kind of like Pocahontas. It was like supposed okay, to be like a yeah. historical right. epic right. drama right. with like this huge like this love story, and it was it was going to be more serious. Okay. Yeah. Um like the and then they related. did this massive, yeah. yeah, and then there was a massive pivot to this other guy. That was more towards this slapstick comedy. Right. And so a lot of sort of like this weird because it has it's a really it's definitely a Disney film. It has sure. like a level yeah. of polish that like yeah. big division. But it has also has that B movie aspect. Like it's yeah. not like their big movie. Right. There's like some crazy shortcuts that right. they take for that. Like the backgrounds are really abstract. Yeah, they're that's very what efficient I was with how yeah. they do things. Right. Um But um and then it just Transformed into this wacky slapsit right, thing right. that's very like SpongeBob esque totally, in yeah. its humor, yeah. you know, with like some absurdist qualities totally. to it. And it was not successful. I don't think. Oh, really? I don't think it was a successful yeah. blockbuster. Um But lot successful love
1: Carvan. I mean, I'm sure it did right. okay cause, you know they made a sequel. I don't know if it was a bomb. Yeah, they made a sequel. You know, it's like goo DDD sequel, but. I with a lot of those well, this is movies, a, but.
0: this is one of those where like I feel like the Emperor's New Groove might have one of the strongest cult, cult for behind. Sure. Yeah, because this that. is it's this movie is like I feel like this is really beloved I
1: yeah. I love the shit out of this movie yeah. I really like this yeah. movie <laughs> I, I I like it but I think I, it's good I think um I think it's interesting what they because uh um, this movie starts dating scene and huh a good dating scene. Fan. Um, I love David Stain. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, it seems like that he had, I don't know the production of it, it seems like he had a lot of say in like, how um, his character acted. And it seems like it's very specific to David state sense of humor. Yeah. Um, which is really funny and I love him so it, it reminded me the movie that reminded me the hero that reminded me a lot of Aladdin and, and Robin Williams mm. genie in that movie and the, and the, the absurdist classic comedy of the genie and it seemed like it kind of had the same kind of similar thing where they kind of like I wonder how they made this thing I can see because with Robin Williams I know that they you know Robin Williams is different than that made. But Ronald Williams they put him in a booth and they just yeah. literally uh, like a champagne bottle like fucking pock packed him and he went out he literally yeah. improvised for something close to twenty hours of recorded stuff that Ron Williams had and they took, you know, all the best stuff and and uh and uh, you know, made the movie with it. Um, and they, they had so much stuff that even the sequels was, he never, right away didn't come back to make the sequels. They oh, just that's had so, sick. Yeah, they so used much his... stuff that they just used that for
0: the sequels. It was really funny. Um, I know something, so something similar for the process happened because they, they did the thing where they recorded, um, they recorded the Actors first, yeah. they recorded the talent first before they did any okay. animation. Yeah. And something that I think and they that's pretty typical for an American animation production mm-hmm. line. But seemed what seemed a little bit more unique about this is that not just one or two characters kind of did it with Robin Williams, but all the characters took influence from their performers. Because, right. yeah. like, the four main characters in this they have four really great yeah, voice actors because okay. they have David Spade, John Goodman, Goodman uh. Yeah. yeah, and then Gizma, who I can't remember her name, oh, yeah. but she is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, she's that yeah. Her and she she was a she was like a singer, and she was like this huge personality, right. kind of from like a the previous previous era. But like all of them, like all of their mannerisms, and they had yeah. like some a lot of flow. That was kind of characterized yeah. in the animation they took a lot of influence from those four yeah i mean i like that a lot i, mean, I will
1: he's a fan, so he's just uh it's funny because he you know he's he's a guy who's had a weird film career like who he, he hasn't really i mean tommy boy is an iconic comedy and he's incredible in it mm. um but he never really, he had, like, a movie called Joe Dirt, which is like, okay, it's not great. <laughs> I watched that movie. It's all right. <laughs> um, and, but, like, you know, he's been in some sailor films, and like worked a little bit okay, but he just never, he doesn't have the film career like sailor, you know, or, or had, like, a, yeah. a, a a starring career. And sex is like, with, with him and Chris Farley had such incredible culture. Chris Farley stayed alive, I'm sure he'd still need naked nudies to today, you know? They just, yeah, you know, right. they, they make, like, 40 fucking duties, you know? Um, and a right. lot of them will miss, but the ones that hit will fucking hit, you know? Um, right, right. And, like, you know, it would have become, like, a sailor thing. But I think, I don't know, Skane just, he's interesting. He kind of, like, stuck away from movies and doesn't really do acting that much anymore. But, I mean, yeah. he's so funny in this movie and uh it's just like a perfect character for him to play That sarcastic that um he plays such a he plays a dickhead so well and asshole just yeah. so well and this kind of sarcastic you know just uh, just funny goofball uh emperor it just works so perfectly for him and like it's great that they recorded him first and then, it, feels, it literally does feel like the the cool head. It's just everything about him. Yeah. I think even was his, was hand, like yeah. his hand like his motions and stuff were yeah, it for was David incredible. Spade. But, so great.
0: Yeah, and I think that uh, the other thing that's great about David Spade is that he has that he has that magic factor where he can play assholes but he's still so playable. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, which, you know, like writing a character like that can be kind of tricky because you need a good performer to get... Because you need him to... You want to attach to his story, yeah. but you also want to see that he's like a huge egomaniac But <laughs> you want is. it to be where it's not like repulsive for him to be on the screen with these other characters. Yeah. Um, right. And I think David Spade really ha- was in that right emotional territory yeah. to communicate that because he's, he's, he's such a
1: fun character. Yeah, he just does just such fun. a good he's job. He's just like... It's just a... Oh, I like about this movie is that it's funny that you say that because that's the, something that I noticed like when I was watching it, I was like, that, you know, I had seen this as a kid, and it was never like, for whatever reason, it was not one that I like grabbed onto so much um, as a kid. I liked it as a kid. Uh, that's why I was you when know, I watched this, because I was like, I kind of remember this movie, <laughs> but I like, kind of did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the thing that certainly that, like, I forgot about was, yeah, it's like, Compared to things like even the Gucci Fell that came out the year before, Tarzan, which is like this incredibly detailed, beautifully animated, you know, film, there's amazing animation sequences. This feels so, like, uh, lo fi, you know, and like, yeah. But yeah, in dude. a fun yeah. way, you know, and, and it kind of took some, but the style of it, uh, I can see this becoming, like, I wonder if, like, I might to see this on the Disney Channel when I was young because this translates so well to just, like, TV, you know? Because it just right. has this. And, and I think they, they made a show based on this movie. Yeah,
0: I think, they made, I, I think they made, like, a straight-to-DVD sequel and also a show based on, which makes, it does make a lot of sense. I kind of the yeah. show a little bit
1: um, of of remember that happening. Um, and, but it's, it, yeah, I, I think that that, it, I think that that probably helped it in the long run is that it was, it was able to translate to the small screen so well, Cause it's just, the jokes are funny, you know, it's not like, there's not these visual things that you need to, you know, um, appreciate, you know, something on the big screen, you know, to to really fully grasp, you know, things or, or anything it's just jokes it's just jokes and funny character animations and just fun characters and that's all you need so it sounds it yeah. that it translated it probably translated so well for kids that are just watching the disney channel you know
0: that's that's such a good point because that uh like i think you're so right about about that and um because I, I love both. I love like big epic cinematic totally, experiences. Yeah, of course. But I, I, I always you know, my my the way I really started my film journey was with you really animated comfort movies. That was like right. my bread and butter as a yeah. kid. And so something like this is just like I love the feeling of something yeah. like this right. That's it's just made for like being cozy yeah. at home. Totally that's just like really easy and and fun. To to watch yeah. And it kind of makes sense That like Yeah it does kind of Feel weird to think of it As like a big Theatrical movie Because it's not Really quite The vibe well, it's, right. it's, not, it's, it's not the like same the vibe follow
1: up To Tarzan Which is like one of the Right You know it most like You know Popular Visual, visual crazy, crazy But also the Phil Collins score I mean dude he's going hard Yeah we I mean, really not have to go right. that hard But <laughs> a big movie And then This is the follow up which is kind of like a goofy, fourth wall breaking, kind of like a, um, in a lot of ways almost like satirizing kind of like Aladdin in a way. Like there, There's some like beats in Aladdin that kind of reminded me of this and like how they kind of satirize that a little bit. It was really, really fun, which is like completely different for a movie in 2000, an animated movie in 2000, let alone. Right. Disney kind of poking fun at themselves in a way. It's not like totally satirical, but there's definitely like an egg to it, you know, which
0: is which is fun, you know. Right. That's it's and it's really interesting because it's like probably why that emerged, like, cause because it was following Tarzan. You could never plan to make a movie like this, so that's what I think is kind of <laughs> right, interesting right. about, like the production behind well, that. they
2: were
1: planning on making like... a big epic, you know, an epic, movie. yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny, yeah. But what,
0: but what happened is that as they were making it, like this but, uh, turned into the movie that was way more compelling, and they were just like, let's go with this.
1: This is interesting. Good studio, you know, like the uh, foresight to be like, okay, this is a work or, a or something, you know. And, and you know, like this, and you know, and try to you know, not force something that's not working, you know, and then put this thing out that are not proud of, and then fucking, right, you know. it's
0: it, it's it's interesting because it's like it's like I think it's also goes to show how impressive it was for the, the new team that kind of took over and had Absolutely. that idea. What was the concrete um, that on they it? were able to uh, ridiculous, yeah, is what it was. It was. Super fast. I don't know the yeah. exact dates, but yeah. it was like. Like most of the production was spent on making the film that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so this really, I think this was really made more on like a, like probably more of a, a TV production yeah, okay. kind of time yeah. schedule, anyways, which right. is probably why it feels more like a TV short.
1: show. It's like almost, it's not even 90 minutes. It's like less long. It's like 70. yeah it's a it's
0: a it's a quick it's a really quick sprint which you know that's something too which like i kind of like i'm impressed by this movie too because of how it's such a short contained thing with all of these potentials to go wrong but i always it's very satisfying for me to watch i always feel very satisfied with the story and the arc that they go through and it's there's definitely like some simplicity to it but it's just like I just think it comes down to like the strength of the characters. They're just so, they're such good characters. Um, And the world is developed just enough. There's some
1: really funny shit in it. Like there's some really uh, good, just just goofy bits and just fun jokes that do remind me of like, you know, yeah, me and or or kind of Spongebob humor which Spongebob was... starting at the time it was running at the time you know the, you know uh, it started in 2000 2000 so um yeah so um
0: that's that's really that's really wild that the two kind of like it was just in a kind of on the cusp but humor like this was starting to you can
1: come even out. like i mean there's so there's probably even more uh examples of Animated things that had that kind of sense of humor, irreverent kind of sense of humor to it Yeah. Um. around this time, just because probably that generation was growing up watching 80s cartoons and 70s cartoons and kind of, I, I mean, think about the kids that grew up watching Disney movies in the 70s. Those are some of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. Fox yeah. and the Hound? Bro. Yeah, that's. <laughs> dude, that's not even, there's not a joke in that movie. It's so yeah. sad. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is unbelievably beautiful. It's I'm going to out myself right now. If there's, if, you know, there's people have questions like, what's a movie that every time, every time you watch it, you cry, every time? Fox in the House. Every yeah. single time I watch it, I, I, I'm like a mess. Like, I can't, like, I have, to, I don't watch it a lot. For that reason. Because there's a couple scenes in that movie that are so... I mean, when she... When he... Top spoiler, I guess. But when Copper's mom leaves him in the forest and drives away because he's older. He's a fox. Mm -hmm. And she has to let him back in the wild. The music in that scene... It's, like, a perfectly directed sequence. Like, it's genuinely, yeah. like, like an incredible cinematic sequence. But, like, just, it fucks me up. It fucks me up. And then in the end, it's, it's a beautiful movie. But, like, think about it. The, the kids that animated this movie watch that, you know, and, like, watch yeah the, the Black Cauldron, like, 1985. It's, like, dark as fuck. Yeah, that fuck. was edgy. Yeah, so I think that they, you know, all yeah, those 90s movies, I yeah. think Aladdin, Aladdin had a great sense of humor to you know, and, you know, The Lion King, also Komodo Puma, and there's like, this great, more fun kind of injected into, into these movies, you know, the late 90s. and two. Even Lilo and sticks, which came out, you know, a couple of years after, um, El personally agree, which is uh, again, I really like the Lin also. But that has a like great movie too. That has a great sense of humor to it too. It's very fun, you know. Um, and it's funny to see kind of this because like Disney films kind of became more lighthearted, you know, as they as they go. Sure, like in the 2010s, had things like Zootopia, which were very um, you know, mature and um, but had the great sense of humor to it, also. But it seems like these yeah. uh, animated films, the classic ones that, that we grew up on, you know, like Ghost and Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and stuff like that, like how that shaped the sense of humor to to us, our generation, millennials you know, and, and Gen uh, Z, you know.
0: That's interesting because I feel like that. Uh, you've really identified that really after the success of the humor in Lion King, it's never really been removed from no. any Disney film, no. you know? Like, that's, well, that that's was the same a, that, thing with for...
1: criticism of the Black Cauldron. They tried to make this, you know, I think the Black Cauldron's like 2 like 13. It's like a mature, more mature animated film, they got a lot of, uh, you know, complaints and a lot of, from, from parents that, you know. Right, that scared a lot of kids. That's, that's scared a lot of kids. I mean, it's, it's no joke. I mean, there's something to say You're like, oh my God, even if I see it now, I'm like, holy fuck. Even as a kid, it's like a little distressing, you know. Um, But now, it's like, so fucking cool that they made this, you know. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, i mean, it sense that they kinda of, like, they kinda of like this you know.
0: Yeah, and actually, um, you know, the, the humor it actually functions in a very similar archetype where like there's the two Emperor's new groove humor functions in a similar archetype to uh Lion's King with like Kronk and Yisma <laughs> yeah. who Yzma is voiced by Eartha Kit, who is okay, so yeah. awesome. Which like that like, that's another duo. I think that they might be, like, the best part of the Croc, yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Like, Well, that, the Croc,
1: dude. People Croc. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, he, he, he funny, was
0: yeah. – he really – he became the fan favorite for sure. Yeah, he's, he's um, yeah but, yeah, it's interesting. This was really um, – I guess this was, like, the first one that was – I can't think actually of another. Is there another Disney movie that's like purely comedy focused? Because this movie is sure. a comedy. It is a yeah, comedy focused.
1: True, true. It took a little it's pretty. A comedy. Yeah, we I mean, took a little. It's not to yeah, I mean, I guess not. I mean, I, I guess that this. Yeah, I mean, this movie is straight up. I mean like, joke, 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 joke. I mean, there's no kind of... There's not even a character in this like movie can, that's, like, supposed to be taken... Even the villain is, like, goofy. You know, like, you know... Yeah. Um, her, her and Tronk are, are total goofballs. Like, they're, they're, they're you know... The, the whole plot of the movie is that they they try to kill him and they instead turn him into a lava and then chase yeah. him the whole time trying to kill him. Um... <laughs> It's very funny, you know, it's, it's played for jokes all the time. It's never, never, like, there's no actual threat. Even at the end, it's great as that sequence is when they're, you know, running away from from them and they're drinking all the potions and they're turning into, he's turning into different animals and, and uh, you yeah. know, turtles and whales, that's what I hear when he turns into a whale. Yeah, and, that was uh, great. he goes, there goes, circuit goes, uh, don't even, don't even say it. Yeah. Like, it, like, you're going to say, like, I'm as big as a whale. Which is very, very funny. I mean, that's like a very funny, that's like the thing, it's like, only like, I don't know, like comedians who kind of like, even like, come up with a bit like that. You know, like just seems like, yeah. I would love to be in the room with the directors and the writers, like, coming up with these things working that you know? out. Yeah, it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. Very funny. Um, and you look like when, you know, uh John Goggles character, I can't remember their names, but uh Pacha Pacha. Pacha uh he tries to give um what is his name's fucking Cazo. Cazo, right? Or uh Cusco. Cusco. Cazo. Cusco when he gives him CPR, PR he's like yeah. I didn't kiss you, okay? So he's was uh, a kiss. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> fun, goofy stuff it's never taken Seriously, there's even the, at the moment with like you know, it's funny well, it works because it works 'cause when Paksha and and uh Couscous are <laughs> are they become friends, you feel it. It's great. You know, it's like, it's very yeah. like wholesome and fun and and, you know, I like it that they didn't overstep. They couldn't, they tried to, they couldn't. What's impressive is they couldn't try to, like, overstep this movie with, like, um, you know, the, the movies that, the, the Disney movies that came before it. Like, you know, these heavy themes like Beauty and the Beast and, and Lion King and shit. And it's like, they didn't care. It's like, we are trying to make a fun, goofy Rock. Right. like we're not trying to we're not trying to be we're not trying to be liking you know this is our yeah. own thing you know this is great about that helped and a I, lot
0: I, and i think it's also um like for me an impressive an important case study of showing that it's like it, it really is okay that you just have movies that where the goal is about them having fun of and there's not like dangerous stakes of course involved with that but I, I do have a problem with a lot of it where there's a lot of I feel like a lot of modern movies come out and people say oh it's just for fun it's just like I don't have anything against fun yeah. I have something against boring shit yeah. and the reason why this isn't boring is because what you said about like the friendship that's developed is really genuine yeah. and uh, Cusco has a legitimate like character transformation mm-hmm. by the end of the movie like the world is different by the end yeah. of the movie that's like that's what it's about. Um, and a lot of times, I think people say, oh, a lot of modern movies try to say, oh, this is fun. Let's just make it all about fun. And then there's, like, nothing well, yeah, gotta beyond got like, have something. You got to have, like, some
1: kind of emotional or, or some kind of pull to the movie, And, like, you the, know?
0: And like the, the emotional substance is very simple in this movie. It's not a That's lot, of it's That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: you it don't eats. have to be – it doesn't have to be um, you know, the thematic theme of that film, or Lion King is super intense. But, you know, it's yeah. like, it doesn't have to be that. It can just be this. You know, it can just you be. that. You can just that. deal with a,
0: a quirky problem of how. If it's I like, turn into a
1: narcissist, I don't problem, want to be a narcissist. I've like, got a, prince well, again. a, a, a yeah. narcissist <laughs> who currently decides to, that he uh, likes people. And that, that, all that bit is great. When he, like, saves Pacha a few times. And uh, he's like, like you saved my life. he's like, no, he didn't. I'm like, yeah, he did. It's like, yeah. you care about people. He's like, no, I no, uh, And then there's a part where he's like, you know, uh, Kuska is like, yeah, not not everyone's heartless. And he like gets, like, he's just mad that he even said that, you know, like a great yeah, uh, narcissist yeah. character. He's like a lovable narcissist. And Dan Spade's like the perfect person to, to do that. Like.
0: Absolutely. So perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, actually, um, he's
1: basically playing like an exaggerated version of his character in Boy which is very funny. Like this like yeah. the narcissist straight man character, uh, which is very funny. And more like more animated, quite literally but, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's the, right. it's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the other
0: thing about this that I think is also uh, a testament to its quality and why I like it so much is that um, there's all the, like the the set pieces like the visual events in this movie they're also for comedy but they're really inventive. Well, and there's some well. also some really inventive like visual stuff like um, when Yizma and Kronk are stuck in the closet in uh in Pacha's house, yeah. like when they're they're imposing as relatives. That sequence oh, wow. is some really great animation wow. that was really smart for like the budget and tight shoestring wow, like process that they were working on. Wow. Because that's like a great visual sequence. Like they're kind of like um because something that's different to you about, like, Lion King and those that like that that period of films yeah. is that the animation was very solid. The characters yeah. were very – like, it was all animated, and there was cartoonish exaggeration to it and characterization, but not in the way that you would – like, you might see, like, in a SpongeBob or, like, classic rubber hose things where, like, things morph and shift yeah. and stuff. So there's, like, some more fluidity in form in the animation in this, yeah. which leads to some – I mean, it's just more cartoonish, yeah. which I I I really love that stuff. Yeah. I really love visual, cartooning, and, and well, also exactly some, part the, some
1: crazy shit like a lot of you know you like, look at like look at right the with the stuff. with the genie it's pretty, pretty wild cartoony. Yeah,
0: that's absolutely true. And also, um, yeah, like the the bird is also pretty has
1: some pretty uh, <laughs> oh, different, yeah, but yeah, like. Yeah.
0: Uh, and the Genie, the
1: Genie, like, um. The Genie I, really does about... feel like almost like the kernels the of, like. So it was like, Broadly, it's like, what if we made a movie that was like. all Like all Genie, like, absurdist, like. Bits, yes. You know, kind of like, it was like, let's kind of like make that into like a full length movie. So I doubt that that's what they thinking. They were kind of like. Let's try to do something like that. Let's just kind of pull on Canadian on this. But I bet, yeah, I bet you're really right because I
0: bet if Genie was not, did not exist, that this movie would not, like, they wouldn't probably have not. the confidence oh, no, that something not. like this would be. I, I, I mean, that's right.
1: super hard to, to pull off. Like, it's, it's like, you know, to make, like, I mean, rock Williams is, this isn't a hot cake, he's a genius. So, that was, like, this, like, perfect... I mean, before Robin Williams, I mean, the genie, like, changed a lot of things, but even before the genie and Robin Williams playing the genie, celebrity voice actors weren't really a thing. Can you name an actor in the Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, no. Can you name an actor in Little Irving? No. It was, like, it was one of the first... Big celebrity oh. actor, so I would say for the worse, uh, I think a lot of yeah, I think I, I, I agree think as much as I love Ronald Williams and what he did with that, but it's not they didn't cast Ron Williams because he's a gang, they cast him because he's an absolute amazing ability. Amazing, like, over the abilities. course of his whole career, and did so much animated stuff, you know, just do a lot of them. I was there, he did so many he's amazing voice actor, He would do so many voices and, and was like proud for that, you know, that wasn't like a, a wild thing. But after that you had like, you know, um it wasn't really until honestly I don't know, I don't know what it was. I it, I feel like a lot of 'cause Pixar, Aladdin a lot of honestly that was the one having like Tom Hanks and, and you know, both like in in Tallad, I think they were kind of the ones to kind of start the trend of like good celebrities and other actors yeah. to be well, in in movies. I,
0: I think Robin Williams was the is the inception. Yeah, of he created that was like
1: that, Toy Story and, that, yeah.
0: yeah, that that was the epiphany, and then uh the ball started rolling yeah. after that until until it got uh bad because it got to the point. Where it's like, because in all of these examples that we're talking about with these high quality movies with celebrity actors, including *Emperor's New Groove*, yeah. it's because they were ca- they were cast because of what they could provide, yeah. you know. Right. For yeah, the yeah, right, right. But now, but it's transitioned to what yeah, you just said. Now it's to yeah. sell, and it's just like it's just well, like
1: normal voice it's with animation. Because, it's like, honestly, if I was a producer, I mean, the perfect thing, the perfect situation is you get an actor that could do it, that is perfect for the role, and also could sell the movie. That's like the, per- that's like the perfect... That's like perfect, right? you know? And, you right. know, you get, like, Tom and fucking... I mean, he is Woody, God damn it. Like, who else is fucking Woody? Yeah. You know? No yeah, one, only he can do yeah? that. Ken yeah. Allen is a loser. But he's Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> okay? He's Buzz yeah. Lightyear. So it's just like, um, that worked. But, yeah, the, you have so many... There's so many examples um elimination being the being the culprits, you know, of yeah. being like Seth Rogan is Donkey Kong. Listen, was it funny to see Seth Rogan laugh as Donkey Kong? Yeah. Kind of. But does does he fit the role of Donkey Kong? No. Cause <laughs> Chris right. Pratt took a role of Mario. He was fine, but no. You know, it's like, yeah. you could have... If you really wanted to make this feel, like, authentic and really to Mario crash with a real guy, motherfucker. I mean, what, are, what are we doing Yeah, here? I mean, and I get, or, I get or the or idea that really... voice could have been annoying for an hour and a half. Like, I get that. But there is a way to do it. And, and you know, they signed it And I think, I think
0: the the other way because the, the thing about it that that really makes it feel like it has no soul is that it's like okay we're going to put out like this animation and then we're just going to get a person who has a mm-hmm. big name yeah, right. to just like puppet totally. the role yeah. Well, it's just like what we want is what we see in Emperor's New yeah. group. you have a relationship between the animator and the performer because actors live action people like it's an adjustment to do voice acting but voice acting is oh, yeah. still, it's still acting yeah. oh, for sure. so yeah, you can totally. truly you can translate that skill if you have like a good director and someone to get in totally. there it's just like there's no reason why that relationship can't work yeah. it's just a the fact where it's like um, it's very clear when it's marketing yeah. versus um, like something else. Yeah, I mean, um, Illumination,
1: all those movies are, I mean, so with the exception of Steve Carell as Crew, Green is pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah. He's putting out a voice. You know, it's like, right. you know, Well,
0: Steve, Steve Carell's a good example of like a celebrity actor who you can kind of feel has the capacity for yeah, like animating right. kind sure. of roles. I mean, he
1: you also voiced, like uh, he can... The squirrel like over the head. Or... Yeah. <laughs> Who made that? Is that a DreamWorks movie? Over the head. Have... Oh yeah, I, I think, think, think I, was. Was. I think
0: it was. Yeah. That's another weird one. I um, see that
1: movie fucking years. I used to watch yeah, that, that a... so much as a kid. Holy fuck! Dude.
0: Yeah, that was like a momentary phenomenon, wasn't it? That was over like the a... yeah, was, a yeah. was
1: like I mean, that was like a something.
0: yeah. Oh, wait, I'm just looking up over the head. Does overhead have Bruce Willis? Yeah, like he's a the star. Green he's character. the fucking. He's a, wow.
1: Yeah, it's him. Uh, David Swimmer from Friends, I think. And then Sue Corral. And then I. I think Wanda Sykes is the skunk. I think that I know this. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was like yeah, that, but, uh, shark tail. You know, Will Smith yeah. is, that, is that fish. Shark Tale? Oh shit, dude! Yeah,
0: dude.
1: Martin Scorsese, Martin Scorsese as the Blowfish in Shark Tale, perfect casting though. Jesus (laughs) Christ! I I did (laughs) not
0: know that. I haven't seen Shark Tale in a really long time. That's the best part of that movie.
1: The Blowfish is played by Martin Scorsese, who does not act, which is hilarious. Yeah. And then he's friends with the shark who is was played by Robert De So So awesome casting, awesome that oh, Robert De Niro so and are in Shark Tale and they play. Um,
0: but well, just, you know, it's a it's it's a funny <laughs> argument because it's like it's not like it's not it's like I, I love these actors. I love well, a lot course. of these celebrity actors because they're really fucking good yeah, at acting. Um, but there is it's it's it you can be, be it so be tasteless. Distracting. You know, we don't want to go yeah. distracted. Well, you know, the big, the big thing, and because the, the the big thing about what talking about why Emperor's New Groove maybe shouldn't work and why it actually does, a big part of that too is just because of how good the voice performances yeah. were. And I think the conversation, the problem of like bringing up like with the like the plague of celebrity casting is that it's pushing out voice acting talent right. essentially you right. know it's saying instead of experimenting with voice acting which the ones we labeled is like steve carell who did a good job well yeah. he wasn't steve carell no he yeah, was putting the out character uh, yeah. but the problem is is when we have these characters who are like being them basically it's like it's like Simpson cameos in these yeah, things. Right. It's like, oh ha, ha, that's that's that guy's voice. It's like I don't want that guy's voice, I want his performance as this character. Yeah. Um because even though I would a say fairly guy. Deals,
1: Simpson do that shit. fairly guy, fairly go goes. Right, right, yeah. right.
0: Yes, yes. That's really the egregious yeah. that's really the I'm egregious. Cracker,
1: they, not yeah, not
0: not not to mean not all to those trash guys. Those are like mean, true
1: fucking voice actors. All those guys, they're no celebrities, at yeah. all in
0: the, in the, uh, yeah. I was the just Simpsons. thinking about like uh, just like the the joke cameos, which yeah. are which is very funny when they do cameo stuff in The Simpsons. It's very funny. You know
1: what's funny is uh, like but they don't right. get like the like about one of the Simpsons gags of all kinds Arnold like personated like a character, but uh-huh. they don't. Schwarzenegger doesn't voice that character. It's a, it's a guy That's fine. doing an impressive... Doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger They never... Or... They don't... To know, they might do it now, but to my knowledge, like, sometimes we'll have celebrity voice uh, guest stars. Like, they don't do, like, panios where they, like, come up with, like, one line. They'll they'll be, like, in the episode. So if they have, like, Tom Hanks, they're usually, like, playing themselves. They're, they're Tom Hanks. Like, they're not, like, just Tom Hanks. Like, voicing the other guy, like, is that Tom Hanks? Like, no, he's like, they usually make it a point that it's like, because they understand, it's like, they're the characters, they're the characters, you don't want, you know, um, you don't want to, like, be distracted, you know, because Springfield is such a world, you know, that, like, yeah. having, like, just, like, one of the characters be voiced by, like, Tom Hanks would be very distracting, you know, it would be like, Right. like, cod hugs like how to blue cod hugs like just lot uh, weird you know it's it's
0: it's yeah'cause that that kind of gets at another layer of it because it's it's true, the Simpsons is not a good example of uh of Keep the sure. kind of problem you know, cheap shit. Well, because they, they're also recognizing like staying true to the story and staying true well, to the world while using those cameo things. But well, the problem is is that people who don't understand the nuance <laughs> of like what why it works, well, you know, take it and just insert cameos for and then it, it turns into the phenomenon of just like like inside joke Easter egg hunting, catching references of things like ooh. that when it when it's just it's just That's there. It doesn't guy. serve yeah, anything. Yeah.
1: So, I um, and,
2: uh,
0: um it's sad because it's like it's like yeah stuff like emperor's new groove and all these things that we like probably has led to more stuff sure, like that yeah, happening yeah, yeah, yeah. um but it's 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 also so it's like it's not that i don't want it to happen because good things happen when you have talented people put yeah. in the right place yeah right i mean it's, um,
1: it's, yeah seriously. it's like it's, it's you know like the majority i mean, a lot of there's you know so many great animated movies that have like um, great lead actor performances that are that are that are like I mean even the Spider-Man's films like Salute Moore is Miles, like he's only been in like mm-hmm. two fucking movies as a live action actor and and then you don't even know who he is <laughs> like as a as an actor, right. you know. Yeah. Um, he is Miles you know, it's like that's uh, I'm glad that they kinda went with a guy who's kind of no no name 'cause that makes that character feel so much like alive because that is him that's him that's Miles yeah. it's not I don't That's not anybody that I know outside of the real world it's like that is Miles for Alice there's no yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it's like that's him Um. so it's like yeah so sometimes it, it really really works you know and, and it's like sometimes it, it can even like like sometimes like i think be like Toy Story 4 like Keanu Reeves is in it, you know, who, who plays the Duke Kaboom, who's like the, the stuntman. Stuntman? Yeah. Which is very funny, very funny. It, like works really well, but it, the, it's weird because the layer works because it's Keanu Reeves. So there's this weird, you're like, you know that that's Keanu Reeves, but it somehow makes it funnier. Like somehow that could kind of work also, but that's like hard to kind of do, like when you get like the fact of it's Keanu Reeves, doing that character is really funny also, you know? And also that character yeah, is that's... very funny in and, and, and the movie also. It's great jokes. But it's like just like added layer that in there it's like, oh shit, like Shana read most of that character, you know? Yeah, yeah that,
0: that is kind of like, that's like a blend where it's just like, that that could have gone, that could have not worked totally, like, right. yeah, Totally. Um, but I agree with you that it was like this really nice, um, because they well, just Key made a Peel character that is, really uh, suited
1: him. Bonnie and Ducky the, the stuffed animal plus toys. Yeah, they're right. Like, they're great. Like, I honestly sometimes, like, when I watch them, i was like, oh yeah, I forget that that's Key and Peel. I'm like, yeah, they're just, they're playing characters and they just, it, it just fits so well. Pixar is great. They I think
0: passion. I think probably the biggest thing what we can get down to is it really depends on do you have a creative person like director yeah, or the behind or the kind of thing. Yeah. Because a lot of times you have people who just don't know what they're doing or aren't yeah. very creative. Or, and yeah, they get the these talented season. people. Yeah. And you can just tell when you have people that like great actors who are just trying to be like I feel like we watched a movie recently that felt like well, this where, oh, it was like some moments in Knowing where it was just like, <laughs> you're an actor, just like figure just something out, things. you know, rip yeah. something for me, well, you know? The, the, it's like, you, the you
1: should probably direct him a little bit. The example of all time, I think, ever is an Illumination movie called Sin. That whole goddamn movie is designed to just have actors just like be characters there's no reason reese willerspoon is a pig okay yeah the 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 appeal is that oh there's reese willerspoon there's no there's just fucking and that movie's dog shit i mean it's like animated like dog shit like is this i can't believe this is a movie it's an insult that you got all these (laughs) animators to animate this garbage you know, and, and yeah. put it in theaters. Like, it's just like, it's it's sad. And then it makes like billions of dollars. You know, and it's like, fuck. Like, Jesus, like, just feeding kids just fucking slock. You're like, write original music. There's not even original music in the damn movie. They're just singing. Yeah, that's crazy. They're just singing, like, pop songs. Like, just, like dude. Like, you can't even make an original musical? Like, what are we doing here? I mean, this is stupid. It's just like cash hate- horseshit. And it's just like all, but that's the thing. Every actor, you watch the marketing for that. It's like every, it's like, oh, Karen Egerton is a gorilla. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey is a koala. You know? Or you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> why the fuck would I care? You know,
0: like, who fucking cares? Like,. You know, and there's actually, I'm actually thinking of another problem with this celebrity voice actor thing, because now it's almost become, even in, like, Toy Story is a good example of this, where they made it work, but it's almost become a requirement where you expect something like that in there. And you hope it's good, but it's become a staple of the the archetype now. Um, And it's like... That would probably be healthier if we didn't need that. Because, yeah. like, again, we're coming back to Emperor's New Groove. The whole reason why I think it's such a fun and cool th- especially after you bring up the whole history yeah. of it, is that, man, this is really different <laughs> than anything yeah. else that they made. This is really especially a different turn of direction.
1: Especially at and the time. For sure. It's
0: cool because it's like, it. when you're talking about those movies and that history, it really feels like creators workshop yeah, right. trying things yeah, out right. figuring out what works yeah. putting different things in
1: different places
0: and there uh, are times where it does feel like it
1: does feel like certain times where they're like trying to get something like something new like with the simplicity of the story and stuff like that absolutely yes yeah he, it does and the backgrounds being so kind of you know like sometimes I'm like where even are they I'm like what, 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 yeah, you know right. what I mean? like <laughs> So, like, sometimes it does feel kind of cheap in that way. But the thing is, it's yeah. a miracle that they got these great actors and they came up with great jokes and great characters, you know, that push the movie forward, and, like, make the movie entertaining, you know. Because um, if they did it, I mean, fuck, it was done, you know, but miraculously, they going it work, you know.
0: Right, which is, yeah, it's interesting with production because I think. If I were in that position, I would have made similar. I would have tried to make similar choices as they did, which yeah. was sacrifice some of the backgrounds For sure, because yeah. I love me gorgeous like yeah, hand course, painted yeah. backdrops. I love all that stuff. But I've seen some really boring beautiful movies yeah. before. So I've yeah, seen totally, plenty yeah. of yeah. trying to make something and they're funny still and engaging. Boring. Yeah, like you just have
1: yeah. to make something. Trying to make it engaging, like make it, you know. And also, I know really we talk about some kind of stuff. I mean, this is around the time also in 2001 animated shows were like, I mean, the late, the nineties was like a fucking like renaissance of like, you know, Cartoon network, Nickelodeon, like all these great, like almost like groundbreaking, you know, boundary pushing animated shows for, for children, you know, like Rocky's Wonder Life, Red and you know, SpongeBob. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah. I mean, I think, that they were just like, let's try to do something funny and engaging. And we know that the audience, you know, kids who are watching animated movies and animated shows, they're not going to feel like that this is, you know, this looks like what they're watching on TV. You know, so it's not going to feel like out of place. You know, it's not going to, yeah, they're not yeah. going to be disappointed by the look of it, you know? Because it's crazy. It's just, I think, I want mean, to, more than the production, I would love to see how they pitch this movie to Disney and convince them that this is going to work. You know? Right, uh, right, right. And I don't even know if they have to do that. They are probably like, hey, we got to get a movie out. I mean, this is like, we have this Yeah, and- the only...
0: Yeah, the only piece from like that I, I know about that, because I I've wondered about how that transition worked too. Um, because I I think one of the big things is when it the the big epic the, the the history epic they were making wasn't working. I think there was a moment that they you see come up a lot where there was a pitch session for this movie, yeah. and it was like everyone was laughing.
1: The team yeah, really was really working, yeah, even yeah. even yeah. in the
0: pitching and storyboards. So they called so the a
1: and they're like, all right, yeah, let's put into this and kind of make this, yeah. yeah. Because
0: this is, this is the thing that's actually getting reactions, right. and the other thing's kind of like, eh, it could but be. Also, cool, but also, they're probably that like, well, this like, is
1: also going to take less money to make. You know, if we do this. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah, I love hearing stories like that. And it's also great that it came out, dude. You hear so many yeah. stories about you know, disastrous things where. You know, um, movies that were never made or, or movies that were made in, in place of that or studio nuddling that kind of uh, made it, um, you know, got to the artistic vision or, or whatever. And, you know, whoever was running Disney at the time kind of knew what he was doing, obviously. Uh, you know, yeah. amazing around in the 90s, you know. So. And in the 2000s, I mean, you know, six is great, and, you know. Um, and a little last piece. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny uh, with that period how um, I, Atlantis, I really like Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like Lilo and Stitch and Atlantis. I fucking like Atlantis is one Lilo of my favorite Stitch movies really ever. I, I, yeah. I love that There's, movie. I don't think I've um, ever seen Atlantis. Oh, dude, it's so cool. I really I like I got, Atlantis. I I'm
1: just confused with is there another Atlantis movie. And, and, and,
0: and um, well there's a sequel to atlantis okay. disney one that that one sucks butt fuck. um yeah i feel like again. that there there might be it has to be another atlantis movie right it? like there's not just one atlantis movie in existence i feel like there's
1: one i get confused of like i don't know treasure planet that was the other one that yeah um put out I like Treasure Planet, but you could see kinda of the, the the 3D animation kinda of, kinda of kicking over a little bit. Kinda of looked a little janky, yeah. kind of a weird combination. Um fuck movie. Um but yeah, that, but was, like, a, that a, was like was like again after Treasure Planet it was kicked a little. <laughs> this th- the transition, the yeah. big transition.
0: Yeah. It's funny, it, it's interesting because it's like um like the quality of those films, even though I love them, like that those those two you know, Disney well or the, Atlanta, yeah, but, th- yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. there's so much less of a phenomenon, well, even though their quality doesn't deteriorate. Think about, think about deteriorate.
1: what happened was, think about that era. Pixar was, I mean, right. you want to call that a rug? I mean, I I think that is the greatest rug any studio has ever had. Pixar in the two thousands, forget about yeah, it. What the hell yeah, is that? Stupid. Who the hell? What the fuck? What? What was going on? I mean, there's literally one sort of blue movie that ever fucking happened. You get that many geniuses well, here... in a room and talk about that, yeah, many, right. that yeah. many, good movies. Like, dude, it's insane. What's
0: funny? What's funny now, though? Like thinking back about this, this is not intended on a dig a Pixar or what you just said as that being like the like one of the most perfect runs of movies ever. Yeah, um, but like, what's interesting yeah, now with like. Thinking about, like, the animation of that time period, the animation of Atlantis and Lilo and Stitch was far superior than the 3D animation of those Pixar films at that time. Like, the the Pixar, the 3D animation was a huge innovation technologically for animation, but don't look that good anymore on the standards. Like, those films, like, have dated, like, look way better. Now, is Toy Story 1 not a
1: great movie? No, I it's say, still a fucking I, fantastic movie. I don't know. Movie. I mean, I think, like, what was what was the one that came out, like, 2000? Was that Incredibles? When around Incredibles? Was that?
0: Well, that that one still looks fantastic.
1: I mean, I, for I think most of them kind of look, still look great. I mean, I think those still looks pretty great. And, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I'm looks mostly just great. thinking about, Toy like, watching Toy Story 1 the first Life. time, which is just like.
0: Yeah, like, it's just like, oh, wow. Like, this is great, but, like, you can see yeah, that this oh, yeah. is, like, the you prototype the for well, this.
1: Infr- like this... Yeah, is... Now I gotta look up what... What are the Pixar movies that yeah, came most... out in, in around the...
0: Right, because that's really the answer for why that next, like, kind well, of stage of yeah. 2D that's why Disney movies weren't to, as big to of a phenomenon.
1: The 3D, yeah. Too, yeah. Is because they just, uh... Oh, yeah, well, lost his end that 2001. Um, ah, oh, which uh, oh, you know, there's parts oh, yeah. of that that look a little dated. That's what I hear favorite Pixar Movies ever, but that when one, you see that one again? definitely um, looks a little dated. Fagadubo was <laughs> <and Dino's> 2003. <laughs> listen to this, Lars. Listen to this shit. Toy Story, A Bug's Life, uh, eh. Toy Story 2, wow, Lars' Inc., Google, The Incredibles, Cars, it's all right, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, what? 243, Cars 2,
2: eh.
1: Brave, good. Boston University, eh. <laughs> but then run eh, that's crazy, though. Yeah. They also all yeah, made, that, that... like, an insane amount of money, too. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, and University did, like, probably okay. But and then the following year, Boston's income out. You know, probably made yeah, close yeah. to a billion yeah, yeah. dollars. And they were yeah, like, all right. Yeah. And then Atlantis came out and probably didn't do that well. They were like, oh, no, it did Fox. not. <laughs> and then Foggy and Nilo came out the singers, Lulo and Stitch. And I know Lulo and Stitch is like, definitely has a big fan base. And like, you know, people really like it, like me, you know, who grew up watching that movie and watching the animated show also. That one had a fun sequel also. It was called, like, Stitches Loose or something like that. Um, yeah. But I like that movie a lot. But, uh, Watchers, I mean, Finding Nemo was, I mean, deep. I mean, that's a cultural phenomenon. I mean, both yeah. those movies are, and then, you know, The Incredibles, forget about it. So it makes sense yeah. that, you know, it's 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 sad to say, you know, where you're like, yeah, it's such a 2D animation kind of, kind of, um, faded out, you know, and we don't really get a lot of it, and, and, theatrical movies anymore um but the other side of it is when you look at it, it's like how 3d animation is having this amazing kind of like morphing or, or renaissance that's happening right now where like pussy boots spider-verse movies the yeah, yeah, yeah the right. movie looks really fun looks like it has like a cool unique visual style kind of to it like a yeah the, of, the, which the, is the, cool the, you know the,
0: yeah, that is, yeah, it's not meant. Yeah, because like the I think the innovation. I think three D animation is great. I think that what's sad about the loss, and especially in that compare, like when thinking about this, is that it's not that Lilo and Stitch in Atlantis aren't good no, movies yeah, that people exactly, don't yeah, like. Right. It's just that it was being they were made exactly. when the hype of three D animation was Listen, becoming when it was extinct. It was extremely well exciting. Not
1: only that it also is unfortunate that they came out amongst two of, like, those are phenomenal movies. Like, Finding Nemo and The Incredibles, like, dude, (laughs) Finding Nemo is, like, like, (laughs) it's a cry. The movie's, like, insane, you know? It's, like, those stories of those movies and how they capture just, like, it's just, like, it's hard to beat that. It's hard to beat not just this new, you know, innovation and animation, but it, it didn't help that the movies were insanely good on top of that. Absolutely. Know? So Absolutely. they essentially Absolutely. kind of got buried. You know, well, it's probably a fun movie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably better than Finding Nemo in terms of, like, a story perspective, you know, or... Or you know, a low
0: From a pure writing perspective, from but from a package of like the animation plus the story quality, for yeah. me, it's it's com- it's comparable. Sure. You know, that's also with Lilo and Stitch because the visuals, because I find two D, because and that's the takeaway that I think is sad about it. I agree with you; yeah. those movies are phenomenal. Yeah. But it's sad that the statement is that, oh, we can't make 2D movies anymore because no one likes them that. It's like, that's the wrong takeaway.
1: I wish that they could both exist. And I honestly... But they exist in harmony. I honestly (laughs) think that they could. It's weird because you... I can't think of the 2D animation. I mean, they have the Bob's Burgers movies, but like that's that's made for the fans of Bob's Burgers. It's not like trying to you know, they weren't expecting, you know, not non-fans to go see the Bob Burgers movie, you know? But, yeah, it's like, I, I I, would love to see if Disney is like, all right, let's fund the 2D animation movie, you know, and put it in theaters and see if people respond to it, you know? Because, um, you know, people still watch, like, the, you know, animation, or, you know, animation on TV is still 2D. People watch that. You know, people go back and watch all the classic Disney movies. You would think, like... I just would love to see this actually Disney, some kind of studio, take the risk and put, like, an original 2D animated movie in theaters. A great one, you know, really fucking, you know, like, really trying to make it great. See what it does. Like, do, do right. people come out for it or not? You know, that's the real that's the real tell, you know? It's like little really yeah,
0: it's hard because it would be a trans- it would be a shift in the culture and a risk right to yeah. do something like that, but I feel like that uh, like with with Emperor's new groove. Part of what's so cool about it was the laboratory-like experiment right, about like right, tinkering with right. that stuff. So it'd be cool. It's like I think there's an audience for it. It doesn't make any I sense that, that there, there wouldn't is. be an audience. Like there, is. there, there is definitely I mean, if an you audience. Know, like, for it, it,
1: look at the responses that those spiders movies have gotten. I mean, people love when there's innovation and there's fucking you know cool new creative animated stuff going on, you know, like, I I think, I think audiences would be, would be pretty pumped to see, like, a 2D animated, if it doesn't, like, I'm not saying go back to the 40s, you know, I'm just saying, there's a 2D animation movie updated, you know, I would love to see what that looks like. You know, what does that look Absolutely, like? Absolutely, yeah. You know? I, I feel, I feel, I feel. Sure, exactly there's the elements of like Spider Verse and the Punisher movie that kind of have these like cool 2D flourishes in it. Um, I just want to see like something like fully 2 d dimensional and see like what people can do with it. But uh, right, well, that's, that's the thing age. that's
0: so ex- exciting about the 3D development right. because it's starting because because of the, how it feels like how those great 2D movies feel. But you know because...
1: what's, uh, this is crazy to say too, but you know, we're talking about this like this is like that old. It's only ever since only came out twenty twenty three years ago. I mean It's really kinda of, yeah, you know, a good it's, like, it's not, yeah, a good perspective shit. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, a You know, in, in terms of like it's just because we grew up in a in a three D time, you know? Like I was three years old and Shrek came out, you know. Like I mean it was yeah. like you know, that two, I I never I don't think I really saw a 2D animated movies in theaters ever in my life. You know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Lelo and Sticks, but I don't really remember I was saying. Yeah, six. probably not. Um, so it's like I think we just have this like nostalgia. I think what it really is, is I think people we have nostalgia for these movies, but I think also our generation who are only 20, you know, Gen you know, Gen Z. Catching in their the generation and our generation of animators are thirty or in their thirties, in their forties, getting the direct newties, working for Disney and working for Right. They like you thinking the same thing, bro. They like you like. You know, that's a that's you know I mean? that's
0: that's a really that's a really smart boy way to think about it because that's that's the reality, right? Because yeah. like, what's gonna happen is that there's a bunch of people just like us thinking the same things, yeah. and they're gonna get in leadership positions, right. and they're gonna be like, "Let's greenlight well, a 2D a, movie because th- I want that. like, 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 totally like, 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 to see that. That's totally
1: gonna happen. Like, you know, like, like a good, cool, but like, you know, company who's directed by YouTubers that are young. And they're yeah. in their late 20s, early 30s and they're, you know, millennial Gen Z guys and they come yeah. from social media and the way that even social media is incorporated in that film is one of the best I've ever seen. You know why? Because they grew up with it. Why? Yeah, and yeah, they know they know how, they it, know works. how yeah. it works and they're YouTubers and they know, not only do they know how it works, they know it on an actually interesting thematic level and part right. of the movie is like, kind of, using social media in a way that is actually how teenagers use it. Up until this point, you know, people that are making movies are in their 30s and their 40s. You know, they don't grow up with the Internet or Snapchat, you know, or they don't actually know how to how to use it. So that's why in a lot of movies, most movies, when Snapchat or Twitter or something is used, it doesn't feel real like how teenagers actually use it because the people that are making the movies never experienced it as teenagers so they don't they don't know how to deal with it. It's the new right. it's the nuances in it that make it feel real, right? It's like that make it feel real. So it's gonna be interesting to see our generation like in terms of animation, like what, you know, all these things that they can see like Rick and Morty and Spongebob and like all these things. How that's going to, you know, influence the way that animated films are going to look? Because Pixar, there's a, there needs to be a certain of Pixar. Pixar's not good, right, you know, so it's like yeah, yeah, right. I think the Elemental work, it's did okay, same. ultimately going okay, but like I haven't seen it. Uh, well, I haven't seen it, either. but the visual style, I think people are gonna bored of it. You know, the fact that Elemental didn't do well opening the weekend is kind of wild to me. Cause it's just like yeah. It's yeah. just like one, I think the movie looked like AI generated Pixar. But um mm. not saying that it can't be good, I'm just saying the concept of that seems like you kind in, What's a Pixar movie? It's a movie about elements. You know, instead yeah, of emotion it feels like, it's elements. It feels, <laughs> like, it
0: feels like Illumination doing uh like the oh fuck, what was the emotion movie? You know. The the Inside Out, Inside oh. Out. It was like Illumination. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if this kind of sure, feels sure, sure, like sure, Illumination sure, yeah. doing Inside yeah. Out. Which it could be, I can't, we haven't seen the movie. No, yeah, yeah, it's it, it just,
1: could it's be just great. how it, could it feels. Be really good. But like, that probably contributed to like the audience that like, got coming out for it. But like, yeah, absolutely. There's something going on. I mean, Lightyear didn't do well either. There's something going on where. I mean, like,
0: after, after I saw Soul, part of what was exciting I about like Pixar Soul. was like, how far, how far can they push this? the 3d animation yeah. and i saw soul and i was like well this is it yeah. huh like our like toy story Four? like the newest oh, toy story yeah. is it's like it's is like what yeah. like the, the, you can't this yeah. is like this feels like reality yeah, how much how much more do you want to push yeah. it beyond this how much more can you go right. um so so yeah you're but right like we're as much as stirring the, the basket
1: people getting tired of that style you know? Absolutely. That literally yeah. could be this it. TNP's is... doing really well, the Spider-Man movie broke the fucking world in terms of box office animated numbers, you know, it's like, okay, people clearly are like clamoring for something different, you know, in terms right. of like, these pictures, it's not like their movies are bad or anything, I thought Soul, Soul is a, a great movie. Mm. Uh, Fucking, Kurti uh, Ren I thought was great. Like, I thought Kurti Ren also had a, cool, unique, visual style, but, like, Disney fucked those movies up. You know why? They don't put them right. in theaters. Okay? All the movies that yeah. they put in theaters are bad. Or, necessi- or yeah. like, <laughs> Lightyear and Elemental, why are you putting these in theaters? Right, put the good ones in theaters. Put the original good yeah, ones right. in theaters. Not the <laughs> ones that look like, you know, AI-generated Pixar movies, like Lightyear and Elemental, you know? Like, right, right, right. Like, put the People like the original Pixar movies. That's why people go, see these movies
0: well it's interesting too because it's kind of like a similar cycle to what i was just kind of ragging on with like uh atlantis emperor's new groove and lilo and stitch maybe not having quite the response but it's a similar thing it's just like those were very much in line with i think they're great but they're very much they were they're the same process as what like things before it were you know it was very much in routine 2d animated movies is what comes out um, and so it's the same situation now with the Pixar movies. Like, okay, Pixar comes out, and it doesn't feel yeah. like the exciting new thing. Right. It just feels like Pixar is releasing the thing that they do every right. once in a while. Right. Um, yeah. Which is also, you know, they kind do of a sad lot.
1: because they've it's also great done quality. a lot more. Also, they're kind of it up. Like they, they used to, Pixar used to have like a movie like every couple, two or three years. Now it's like one coming out every year. So I think people are right. like, getting kind of tired of it. And also they're Deep not baby. consistently great, you know? So it's like you look like Luca. Luca's fun, you know, but it's not like Soul. It doesn't have that gut punch. Yeah, like, such yeah. soul. Yeah. But like, Jesus. Right. Like like uh, you know, movie, what movie what's like soul is the kind of movie where you're like, wow, this was just written by this was like made for adults. <laughs> you know, that are like you're like, dude, this is so crazy, you know?
0: Well, soul made me cry a little bit on an airplane, I gotta yeah. say. I teared,
2: I mean, dude, I teared up on the airplane. We're
1: like, but like, 10-year-old Alex would be like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but, what's going like, on with this? Why is he tearing <laughs> out holding this leaf? But yeah. you know, 25-year-old Alex are like fucking bawling their fucking eyes out, God. you know? Yeah,
2: seriously. Just like, yeah.
1: A movie like that, the nuance, who's like cinematically, that they kind of achieved like something like Soul, you know, you know, like, their whole, you know, their great film, like, Wally and, and Ratatouille, like, the nuance. It's just, like, sometimes you get that, and sometimes you don't. Sometimes you get, like, a like a formula uh Pixar movie, you know? Like, yeah. Luca, which is good. It's fun. But, like, I feel like I've seen this before, you know? But yeah. it's, like, um, I don't know. I think animation's in a really fascinating landscape right now it's like really interesting to see look at you know it's, yeah it's and really and, it,
0: and it's cool because like similar similar to emperor's new groove story again um emperor's new groove the the the, the coolness of that kind of came from a place of stress disruption a need for change, yeah, right, right? Yeah. And, and that's the same kind of time period that we we in right, right now, right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly like,
1: that. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's really big changes that happen, I think, in the industry as a whole. Even like coming off of the Barmanheimer's and, and breaking box office numbers and doing crazy numbers. And it's just like, right, and... It- Whoa! And the animation
0: industry is in need of a very similar strike that the writers yeah, and actors is. are going For through sure. right now yeah. because of like because that was a sad thing. Even with Spider, the new Spider Verse yeah. film, which was a, a great success, like it's really sad yeah. to hear I how know. bad that those working conditions about that was like. It's like Jesus, we need to figure out how to make great shit I without killing people.
1: <laughs> I know. it's like it's, it's, like, it's I know It's hard because even reading these things It's like hard to be like You know I wasn't there And it's like hard to really like Get the gist of kind of like what You know these You know these conditions are really like But yeah like hearing about like The reports of some people like Having work overtime Having been forced to work overtime And stuff like that like overworked That sucks but you know And then we have the other argument Which I do not agree with I'm just saying the other argument is like, well, look how great the movie turned out. It's like, yeah. Absolutely. But like, Is it worth... It's like, <laughs> it's like the the Stanley Kubrick <laughs> shining argument. It's like, yeah. Is Shelley all fucked up and he traumatized that poor woman? He definitely did. But yeah. that movie <laughs>
2: is really Looking good. Fantastic.
1: I don't agree with that. I think that the, there's definitely a way to work. And right. to not do that And to uh, You know There's definitely You know you look at You look know, like A company like A24 As soon as the happened, You know what they did They did They did right it, on, they they did maybe, pay it they up signed on and, Which is even more embarrassing For these big major studios A24 They don't have the money That Warner Brothers does And they were yeah, able to do they it still
0: did. Yeah
1: What the fuck are yeah, we doing here guys. Like what Yeah. What so You see that That pay off You know we don't hear a lot of so there's definitely, there's, there's waves, you know, and there's right? And that was another uh, thing,
0: uh, t- talking about like another a zeitgeist movie about like, um, that really connects with the younger generation, the new people moving into adulthood, like everything everywhere at once. Yeah. One of the cool things about that production is that they really promoted a happy workplace because right, I right, think right. I saw them talking about the Daniels talking about how Swiss army man was kind of a miserable experience for yeah. them. They were stressed and they kind of made everyone else stressed and they kind of, it was just a miserable experience and they went in. They also to well, that all film too, they
1: had such a smaller budget with that movie. There was like $1.5 million or something like that. And it was their first feature film. So that makes sense. Yeah. You know, they, they not like, but it's great. They learned from that experience. And when they got to everything everywhere, they knew what went wrong. This was already done Upset, whatever went wrong. How to keep morale up. How to, you know, they're good filmmakers. They're good leaders. Like, you need a leader. Right. That's what a director is right. at the end of the day. They're, they're morale boosters, you know? Just keeping everyone right. upset, happy, keeping everyone. You everyone, hey, we're making a movie. This doesn't matter. Let's make a movie. You know, this yeah. is like, let's, let's have some fun, you know, and, and work hard. And if you create an environment that everyone loves to be in, I saw some quote that I love where it's like, it's basically the idea of if you create an environment where people want to be there and like you and want to be there, they will work harder for you. They will work harder. Because they love being there, rather than if they're scared to be there, they they're not going to work as hard because they they're terrified. Doubt. They're not yeah. willing to take risks, you know, and, and like you know, try to step outside and like you know, if you create a comfortable thing, people are going to work harder and try harder, you know, and to you know to make everyone happy, and, you know, instead of fearful. Yeah, you know? um, absolutely, so, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's, it's possible, it's, but
0: I mean. You're right. It's a it's a hard argument because at the, on the other the flip side of the coin is that making things that are good is hard and gonna be a struggle, yeah. like almost no matter what. Like that's part of the process of well, doing it's also that. Hard. So it's about finding.
1: Yeah, what's also hard about the Spider Totally, but also hard about the Spider Man thing is like that's a good movie, sequel to one of the biggest animated, most beloved animated movies ever. You know, so many, there's so many, there's so many people studios involved in it and there's a lot of stress it's like a stressful environment you know where they got to meet this release date you know to to be able to you know you know that's important so studios can you know plan marketing plan you know all these deals and stuff like that so they can you know push the movie out the right way it takes a lot of time to plan a marketing campaign so release dates are really important. So it's stressful, you know, like that's making a big sequel franchise. That's a, that's a lot of stress. Not just on the people making it, the artists that are making it, also the the side of it, the marketing side, the production side that have to, everything has to kind of align, you know, to kind of Absolutely. make things. So everything everywhere, a, you know, it's an indie film at the end of the day. You know, they're like, you can work and it's like, you well, know, the sequel, it's like we gotta meet this release date. And yeah, I mean, if you got a release date and it's like moving, you know, yeah, this is gonna be a stressful environment, you know? It's like, you gotta yeah. meet this, you gotta get this shot in by 4 p.m., or you're not gonna be on target, you know? For uh, to yes, it, you know? yes, that's.
0: That's absolutely, absolutely um, true. I think, I think the factor about it, about where the corruption and the problem is, and why I kind of believe that it was probably more of a toxic environment than it should have been, it makes is when thinking about how movies are treating CGI production studios you know, wow. and all stuff like wow. that, because what's happening now, the phenomenon is that they are reducing what is humanly possible right, to do right. just to make it so the release date right. comes sooner. Right. So it's like, yes, a release date is good. You should meet that. Yeah. But you need to know what is an actually yeah. realistic release right. date. And I think the situation for Spider-Verse is that that was too fast. Mm-hmm. Just do it well, later. Whenever, it wasn't I mean, humanly possible like, They to just do it
1: delayed the, the sequel. Because the sequel yeah. was supposed to come out next year. And I remember my friend was like, question when they saw a the movie they were like what's the sequel coming out we are like I'm like not next year were like well it says next year I'm like no yeah. not happening did you just see the movie you just saw we are like yeah. it's not coming out next year dude like and then like, buddy was like trying to justify it like yeah it took five years like did they to like no you, know fucking, yeah. you see what you just yeah. saw it's like yeah. it's a two hour 20 minute movie of that you know, like that yeah. like bro, with hundreds and hundreds. Of, and then and then you read then you read the last shot of that movie was delivered one week before the movie came out. You know, it was like yeah. to the wire. Like, yeah, that movie's not coming out this year. You know, so it's, it's, it's like I'm glad they pushed it. Yeah, I'm glad they're like it's indefinite. I'm glad that they're just like, Alright. We're gonna no see here. what He's happens to try to make the movie. Yeah, the last case scenario is like, all right, make the movie, finish it. There, there has to be a release date. That's the problem. you got to have a release date to make all these things come together um, and plan, you know, especially like, yeah, it's, it's so hard. I, I mean, I don't want to, hey, I don't want to be ahead of the studio. That sounds hard. Sounds like yeah, some hard decisions the...
0: you have to make. Yeah, hard. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just because the balance that you want is that you don't want, you don't want, because the good thing that came out of Emperor's new groove is that it was. <laughs> right. The good thing about that, or maybe something about, or the reality about the shining, or the reality about that, is that we don't know what circumstances led to it being great. And it might have been the stress that led to it. It's yeah, exactly possible right. that that stress is part of what it is. Yeah. I think that there are some lies and manipulation going around that is putting that too much on the forefront of the reason for why those creative things are so successful mm-hmm. and i've come to, and i come to believe that a lot of that is probably it's more impressive are more unnecessary obstacles that makes it more impressive that these talented people were overcome to and still able to make totally. this great yeah. thing you know yeah. um but it's it's a hard thing because you do want that kind of place of struggle because you want to be pushing right outside of your comfort zone. Wow. You don't want to be complacent. You don't want to be making the same things again. I don't think artists really want to do that. They want to make crazy, innovative shit like Spider-Verse, and they wow. want to make something cool and new like Emperor's New, new Groove. Wow. But you know, then it comes in where people, uh, people with money— Get fucking manipulative. That's what's yeah. being re- revealed right now. Yeah. They're not thinking about it for the sake of creativity and trying to make something that humans will care about. Right. They're trying to turn people into pig- little piggy banks they're, that yeah, when they break, yeah, you replace them with new little happy piggy banks until they get depressed. The word content yeah. is a plague. Yeah.
1: And, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, it
0: feels horrible.
1: awful. Yeah, calling a movie or calling TV cog content is a... Uh, put a bullet to your head, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's so demeaning. And that's how they talk about, that's how these three-strangers talk about um, things. they talk about it as content about a movie or TV that people make. You know, it's yeah. Um, yeah. That's the problem, man. That's why the strange is happening. So hopefully someone gets retains. And uh, what's funny, too, is that the fact that A24 is one of the only studio's naked movies right now It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's
0: really interesting.
1: Like, more fascinating than I think people are not talking about. Because if, if this goes on for a while, and A24 can get big, big actors like they already can. Right, yeah. This is how the
0: turning point happens.
1: This is how right, this so is right. how something happens where it's like they are like, all right, since we're gonna gonna only movie that's gonna come out in December, let's put all our money into it and try to make yeah. it as great as we possibly can, and uh, hopefully we will make a lot of money and shift the times, you know. So it's like, right? It's it's pretty interesting. We'll see how we'll see how. It, Goes, you know. Well,
0: that's th- I've been I've been following a couple writers, and that's what they've been saying about like the p- the plan was for something like this to happen. Like this is the yeah. plan of the strike. Right. That it's just like because what what the what the evil greed monkeys yeah. are saying their plan is to say well we'll just wait until they start to starve and then they'll right. have to come back right. to work. Right. It's just like that's a pretty good plan because you're sitting on a pile of gold. So right. yeah, you're not gonna starve, but they they will. They're at a yeah. high risk situation. Right. But with shit like this happening, when you see that money is being made, greed monkeys can't stand that <laughs> right. and they gotta they gotta get in on some of that. Gimme some of that. Yeah um, it's, and then it's
1: insane, people man. start signing, it's hopefully. So crazy. It's, like,
0: dude. Yeah. it's a madhouse. It feels it feels it's yeah, wild. it feels really crazy. This
1: is so wild that the Margareth thing happened Right in the middle of it. like it's one of the yeah. biggest <laughs> ever. <laughs> In, in, in movie theater history in, like, years. But at the same time, Hollywood is just absolutely collapsing right now. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but movies with, is... Know... Both those movies are orig- kind of original films made by filmmakers, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's very bizarre. Um, yeah. I think... That was our conversation about Emperor's New Um Yeah, that was right-ranging. But also what a, that was right about ranging. animation, about, um, you know, workplaces, don't overwork people. It's all related. It's all related. But, you know, yeah, there's not talking that much about to carry with this movie. It's fun. It's funny. It's a movie that... But it's small. It's, it's small. small.
0: It's, a
1: it's, no, inter- it's a nice... I, Fog, comfort, walks. I think that's a really good I, way I didn't, to describe. I, it. I
0: did not expect it uh, from its history and its context and just like the history yeah. for it to kind of connect the, the seed, you know, which maybe whatever we'll talk about, we'll, we'll see the relevance to today in some way. But right. that was kind of surprising to kind of discover, see those through lines. Yeah, quite, um, you know, I, to,
1: I knew that there was something. It's kind of interesting because like, this is such a weird year for Disney. And, you know, it's like a middle ground of the transition, you know, so. And it's interesting that it's such a weird movie for Disney at the, at, at the same time, you know, it's such a bizarre Well, mm-hmm. but it also marked kind of a, a turning point, you know, this a couple, you know, other movies, so, yeah. um, yeah, it did, interesting. Um, but, all right, man, that was fun, um, that was fun, we wheel time, the wheel the yeah, we did like, I don't know how long, we just edit
0: some of that, I don't know, but, yeah. um, um, okay, cool. Let's see. Going to uh, watch list. And then you hit this button. What's a shuffle? Okay. Drum roll. Okay. The first four is... Oh, this is intriguing, actually. The Outwaters, Uh which is a movie that was... I think that this had a little bit of buzz. This is like a weird horror or sci-fi and or sci-fi thing okay. that came out last year. Um, then there's oh, gotta... 20 Million Miles to Earth, which looks like a kaiju film, okay. but like not Godzilla, something else. Or maybe it's in one of like those American monster movies from 1957.
1: We gotta, we gotta do... Can I tell you that I watch, um... Have you seen any of the original Kaju movies? I don't
0: think I've seen, like, the super. You got You gotta I really want to see. would
1: love their illusion. But I watched. I forget his fucking name. Because one guy directed a lot of them. Like, the original Mm -hmm. Koho films. And I watched uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. It's, It's awesome. It's so. <laughs> I love Kaiju. You know films. what's funny I, too I wanna... is, like, you watch some of those early ones. They're legitimately, like, great. They're, like, they're really yeah. good. They're not, oh, like, awesome. um. I mean, the charm of there's a guy in a suit and they're destroying miniatures and, and stuff like that. But there's yeah. such. The, the stories of some of them are, like, really good. Like, they're just good and cool and engaging and, and weird and fun.
0: Um, yeah, dude, I drew I drew over the Godzilla box set. At I'm A little bottle of football. A little bottle of football. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely on I my thought. A little bottle of
1: Google Fucky Prose. Sale. Yeah,
0: that's when that's when you have to buy it. Because yeah. I think such a like such a big
1: thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the next film is 14 by Sand Dan Salad. I don't know what this is. I have no clue what about that movies. is. And How then do you, the last like, one uh, I do know. Five little wheels. I don't know, dude. I just like I, I just add anything yeah, to my watch yeah. list that like kind of intrigues me. The last one is Brawl instead of ninety nine. I know this one. This was by Old the Flau. guy who made uh fucking was it Bone Tomahawk? Is that the movie yes. he made? That yeah, Western yeah, yeah. Movie? I, I thought that, that movie. Was pretty cool. Um I'm going to re roll. None of those are speaking to me quite <sighs> quite in the way that I want them to. Okay. The first one is Mission Impossible <laughs> Dead Reckoning <laughs> Part 1, because yeah. I haven't seen that Damn, yet. Yeah, what a terrible, uh,
1: just a little bit horrible timing for that movie to come out. Yeah, that we, didn't do very well. It did well. It did okay, but it's just bad okay. timing. It just came out a week yeah. before Bargain Hammer just got buried.
0: Damn. How could you? They probably, they're probably like, they're probably like, this will be fine. Yeah, this won't be a big deal. Yeah, like, I
1: don't know the, the what the, this I don't know what the, they should have released it now. They should have released it like the first week of August. It would have done really well. I don't I'm going to do it. Yeah, It'll yeah. it do okay. But
0: nothing out the, anyway. Um, the next one is Manos, The Hands <laughs> of Fate. Which, do you know this one? I, I don't know. That's that it's good. Do
2: do. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, it has a has a 1.7
2: average. <laughs> <laughs> Holy um, shit. That's hmm. so low.
0: That's kind of appealing. Yeah, um, I mean. there's a and cult then, history with that, with that one. Yeah. Uh, then I have Jackie Brown, oh, uh, nice. which I have seen before. I, I think baby. I just want to re- yeah. re-watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, the farewell. Um, oh yeah. You know That's what? I, have you seen Have you seen that? The farewell. The fair, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, only one, wait, what you, of, the only one. only I haven't seen is Lado's. Lado's. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. I,
0: I'm honestly intrigued to actually talk about Jackie
1: Brown. Okay. Yeah. You, can do that. Would you? Be, I love yeah. that, why, I, don't we, I why don't uh, we walk? What's call it? Hollywood Because right? I was. Let's drunk and bored I, <laughs> <laughs> it's like i think, I think we, there's we, not a better drunk movie than watch going Common hollywood if you're drunk dude yeah i want and yeah. you're just you have three hours to kill yeah just, i mean That's i don't think there's a better hollywood. better uh movie than that when you're hammering to you just hang out with your buddies you know you watch rick yeah. and watch rick and uh
0: Dude, I've been having such a mad hankering to watch that film again. That film is just is so a lot. fucking so goddamn. Watchable. I, I like love that movie. movie now,
1: it's just like <sighs> it's just it's like
0: you don't. It's exciting and fun, but it's just like you just get to live in a world. It's yeah. like you don't feel bad if you need to turn it off or something yeah. because you can just like watch a bit of it and come back to it. It's great. It's, one it's of
1: those a great movie. Like I i i after watching it a bunch of times I i recognize that like uh you know, people are as good as his other movies I'm like it really is like a hangout movie. It's like such yeah. a Yeah, yeah so so great but um yeah, I'm gonna hear out a good you want a dragon plot, that's not that for you, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's not okay. Quite- um but jackie, jackie brown does have a good vibe yeah it does but it also has a has, actually has a you're foot right in the door a little bit looser. A yeah
0: yeah that's true actually it does kind of have that vibe
1: i think um, jackie brown's probably the most similar to what's going to come hollywood i think I would say. I mean,
0: you know i would never yeah i'm gonna think about that when i'm watching it yeah. again but yeah it's kind of maybe one of his more underrated I or maybe not quite totally as agree. appreciated totally agree um I think it's a really cool movie and it'll be fun to talk about. I think about
1: it's it. incredible. Yeah. I've
0: only seen it I've only seen it once, so I I'm yeah. I'm down for a rewatch.
1: Yeah. That'll be fun. Cool. Let's do it. Talk about some All right. Thanks for listening. Uh to this cut up and screen version of the podcast or whatever this in full or whatever this is gonna be. Um, yeah, we're
0: we're here at the end now. Episode twelve.
1: <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.